Hi everyone, and welcome to the Six to the Sticks podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Smith. This podcast aims to shine a spotlight on local businesses, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who are helping to create a rich and diverse culture within our community. From craft breweries to coffee shops, from contractors to designers, our community is made up of inspiring people and businesses. Join me as we take a closer look at these amazing people and listen to their stories. A landscape architect by trade, Michelle decided to pursue her passion this year and delve into the world of flower farming. Locally grown in the village of Uxbridge, Ontario, her company, cleverly named Moss and Thicket Farm, never ceases to amaze their clients with their unique and breathtaking arrangements. No sprays, chemicals, or dyes added, Michelle allows Mother Nature to decide what will be ready for picking, so each arrangement is a surprise. During the growing season of spring and summer, you can find her creations at local businesses such as Slabtown Cider and The Bridge Social to add a little color to your home or brighten someone's day. Please welcome Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Leslie. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Thanks. Good, good. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that uh, now that fall seems to have hit, you're probably enjoying a little respite from the hot, dry summer that we had that was probably uh, probably had you very busy as a flower farmer. Yes, things are <laughs> slowing down, which is great. Um, we've had lots of rain lately, which is also great. So hopefully we can get a few more weeks out of the season. It's usually until the frost that we can go. So that would be nice. But um, yes, once it's once the flowers are done, they're done. So <laughs> Okay. And, and do you guys have like, do you guys spend a certain period of the fall and like spring obviously prepping things for like fall I would assume for the next season and then spring kind of getting everything ready for summer is that typically how it goes yes exactly so we'll clear all the beds out of the plant material that's in there um, compost it and um get the fall bulbs planted actually is what will happen uh once all once the frost hits so yeah Awesome. So we'll, we might as well jump right in and you can tell everyone a bit about yourself. Sure. Um, you currently live in Uxbridge and your flower farm is in Uxbridge. Yes. Um, so I landed in brought Uxbridge. You, what sort of brought you to there? Yeah. So I, I moved here about six years ago for work. Um, I work as a landscape architect for my nine to five job. And um, I grew up in a small town and Uxbridge kind of reminded me of that same you know, tight community uh, feeling, and I wanted to be a part of something like that. Um, so I, I met my boyfriend, Matt, a few years ago, and, um, and we, he has a quarter acre in town. So we uh, decided last year that we would start um, this cut flower farm and, and see how the community received it. And um, it's, it's been great. So yeah, that's where we're at. That's awesome. Your, um, I love the name for your business. Like it's so clever, Moss and Thicket. Um, if you don't kind of sharing sort of that key to be and um, yeah, kind of what means as a flower farmer, I guess it's not too much of a departure from landscape architecture, but um, you know, certainly, certainly a little bit. How do you um, uh, decide to pursue this particular endeavor? Sure. So 
through schooling, I have a fair bit of knowledge in horticulture and design, um, which is is great and has been helpful through, you know, designing some of the bouquets or arrangements that we do. And um, the name Moss and Thicket came from the land uh, that we're actually growing on. So a good portion of the property is a managed forest. And um, when we started building the beds for the flowers, uh, it was actually covered in moss. So it was basically a, a mossy thicket is where we started from literally. And, and that's where the name came from. Um. <laughs> that's so cute. I love it. <laughs> um, now, do you, you guys have, have you selected specific to start with, or um, is it just sort of you've like, let's, let's plant a lot. Let's see what grows popular um you know was there sort of a plan or just to kind of you know this is your your first um you know first year or so of it um was it just a lot of trial there was definitely a plan we you have to start growing all the seedlings indoors um the end of february beginning of march and so we chose colors that would work well together made sure we had enough um what they call focal flowers and filler and greenery, all each of the elements that make up an arrangement or a bouquet. We made sure we had um, a good variety and color variants within that. Um, so yeah, lots of work went into that. And um, I have quite a good perennial garden at my house. And so we used a lot of the peonies and, and flowers that I currently have been growing in the spring, which was great. Um, so yeah, a lot a lot went into the prep, but it's actually worked out really well. So, and you guys, what I, I interesting about your specific farm is you have a slightly different approach. You are kind of hyper and very um, very much uh, particular about the methods that you're using to grow. Um, so that sets you apart a bit. Was that? obviously very intentional or um, just, you know, sort of something that strongly about personally or, or how did you um, sort of come to have those as sort of the, the values for your, um, the values for your business? Sure. So the, our main goal was to provide organically local flowers to this community. We're not looking to, um, you know, ship them across Ontario or anything like that. We're just hoping to bring that to the, to our community um so we don't use chemicals or pesticides um on any of the the flowers that we grow and because they often are harmful to the environment and affect the health of the people or who are working with them or handling them um so our intention was to to farm organically and um keep the environment pollution free so we 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 feel that we need to be responsible as responsible as we can for um, the environment for the future generations. And by, and if the community can buy straight from us, that eliminates all the, um, you know, emissions that are from vehicles traveling and things like that, which is important to us. And I know you guys, um, uh, one of the places, get your flowers is at the bridge social in Xbridge. And I know their particular business model, they're very conscientious of, um, you know, uh, minimizing their footprint and uh, not having products that have a lot of waste. So 
you know, you guys fit in with that. And as opposed to a lot of the other flower, like cut flowers you see in supermarkets and stuff, um, you know, how, how do you differentiate yourself in that way um, with respect to that and, and that tying into sort of wanting to reduce um, the emissions and stuff like that? When we um, got uh, kind of hooked up with the Bridge Social, they gave us a list of questions, um, basically saying what materials they're using to wrap, what they wanted to know everything that was going to be used um, for the flowers. And uh, they want it to be as environmentally conscious as possible, which is right in line with what we want to do. So we wrap, um, the bouquets in craft paper, we provide flowers in mason jars, all of which can be reused. Um, so that was a perfect pairing for our, both of us um, as far as our values and goals. That's awesome. Now, for you guys, like this is this is essentially your first year um, really doing this and approaching local businesses and places to sell your flowers. Um, so what does like the next little bit look like for you guys? Do you, have, um, you know, or is it sort of like every year is just going to be adding to things like what do you guys, um, you know, have have in mind in terms of how this this business of yours grows or even if it does or if, if, if it just, you know, uh, stays as something you want to have as a side project? We started this year at a pretty manageable scale, um, just because I work full time and um, be overwhelming, but it's been very well received within the community, which is great. So we're, we're likely going to be expanding, um, maybe doubling what we've done this year, which is great. So the as soon as the frost hits, basically, that's the end of the cut flowers and, and they won't be producing after that but we start getting into planting spring bulbs for next year um, which will take us well into the fall and we're also planning on doing wreaths uh, into December just to prolong the season so those are kind of um, our, our next steps and and yes we do plan to grow which is good because it was so well received by the community so yeah, it's great. That's so nice to hear too, because I think something like this, um, you know, I've, I've said to some of the other entrepreneurs I've, I've spoken to, um, it just does seem like if one positive that's come out of, of the pandemic and, and uh, that kind of thing is, I think, a strong desire uh, and a greater willingness to support local um, you know, people may not have thought that much about it. Um, so I really love to see that. And I know um, right now are available, like your um, bouquets are available at Slabtown Cider and, uh, and the Bridge Social. And is that everywhere or do you have plans to expand? Because um, I know you guys sell out really fast. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a great relationship with um, both those vendors and Slabtown is also right in line with um, they want to support local. They only have um, local vendors in their farm store and uh, they've been a great partner this summer. And uh, we don't really have any, uh, we enjoy selling through those vendors and it's a great relationship for both of us to have. Um, so in the in the immediate near future, I think we'll just stick with those and um, likely maybe get a website going for next year just for ease um, of, of people ordering as well. But yeah, it's 
I don't really want to take it any further than um, our small town. It's, it's great and we're enjoying it. So, yeah. And I, I think that's, what's important too, when it becomes, uh, when it feels like a, when it feels like a job, when it becomes yeah. uh, less of a passion and more of an obligation, then you sort of take away all the things that led you to pursue it in the first place. Um, so I love that you guys kind of have just this, you know, hard line about, you know, that aspect so that it's, it, it, it's still something that you really, um, you know, derive a lot of joy from doing rather than it's something you feel like you have to do. Yes, exactly. And we don't really want to push other um, vendors like florists or um, anyone else doing a similar model, like in any way, we're trying to just be complimentary. And we do sell um, our flowers to florists in, in Durham, which has been great as well. And they are seeking locally grown flowers, which is wonderful. Um, so we just want to kind of compliment what's going on already, not, you know, step on anyone's toes, but also bring something different that so people do have a choice in what they're purchasing. I think that's really, um, I think that's just really important because I know a lot of times we view people within our industry as competition rather than just the ability to, um, you know, operate within the same area because everyone has different networks and different tastes. So I kind of love that you're just, you know, doing your own thing and it's not about trying to necessarily compete. It's just finding the niche that works best for, for you and your business model and how, um, how you guys want to operate. So I, I really love that, which I, I think there's more of that needed, uh, especially um, sort of in small business. Sometimes we have a, a tendency to be a little too competitive, uh, especially in small towns. Yes. And there's that, uh, maybe it's cliche saying um, community over competition. And I'm all about that. Like if we can help each other out or um, just bring something different, I think that's great. Now, obviously you have formal training, like formal education um, in lecture and you know a tremendous amount about um the like fresh cut flowers would you ever consider helping people develop their own gardens oh that's an interesting question um so for for my day job we don't really do residential scale um projects so i i wouldn't say that that's my expertise by any means um i think we'll we'll probably just stick to the the cut flowers and um, bouquets and arrangements <laughs> for, I think that's where we'd like to stay. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure that if you ever decide to branch out, um, I'm sure it would not be hard to find customers. I would be happy to, help, uh, happy to <laughs> offer up my garden because uh, I do really enjoy fresh cut flowers in the house, but uh, yeah, have absolutely not the first clue in terms of how to, you know, plan and, and what's complimentary mm-hmm. and, and what, um, you know, what, what would be good. So I'm sure I'm not alone in that. So um, yeah. I imagine, I imagine that you would have lots of, uh, lots of potential clients should you guys ever choose to branch out in that regard. For sure. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and in terms of kind of, you know, sort of, you know, you've done this for a year, you're obviously right now still sort of juggling. This is your side project, your full-time job, um, you know, but it's probably been a, a really tremendous year. Is there something 
you know, looking back that you're especially proud of or that if you had a chance to do it again, you would or um, kind of any lessons learned that you're sort of taking into your um, into the next year in terms of, um, you know, changes you want to make or, or something of that nature? Well, what's been the best part about all of it has been the the like working with Slabtown and the Bridge Social and the people we've met through that and just the feedback we're getting from um, people who've purchased the flowers. It's been great. Like I had a, a lady send me some f- pictures of her flowers. They're probably three weeks old, but she let them dry and she's just loving the dried flower look, which is great. Um, so just seeing the feedback and um, what ultimately I wanted to do was become a part of this community that's been facilitated through this, which is great. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's been overwhelming over the summer the the response and the want for this which is great and um we're ready to embrace it next year as well once the spring flowers pop up and we can get going again well i i find it so uh enjoyable to look at your social media because the arrangements are so beautiful and it would just every time i look at them i'm just like oh i would love to have this in my house (laughs) just like it's so it it brings you so much joy to look at and just have it in your house and it's just lovely so I can appreciate why um they're so popular and why to uh those stores in Uxbridge to buy you really do have a true talent um just something looks so lovely and and natural and stuff like that so I can see um I think it's going to be good because there being uh, a lot more people, um, especially the way you're doing that's really going to resonate with um, as well. So yeah, you, you have a tremendous talent. Well, thanks very much. Oh, you're welcome. Well, this has been awesome. I, I've, it's been great, um, especially as you're sort of new to this and, and start that, uh, I sort of getting into and, uh, and, and you know trying to balance everything so insightful people that can as well because I, I know um, a lot of people um, you know with their current full-time job and you know their side passion um, and the hopes to sort of kind of make that their their thing so um, I'm there's a lot of terms of uh, those listening and, and maybe considering doing something similar yeah definitely just go for it that was kind of I thought about doing this two years ago and it really took um a push to to get past that initial um you know I guess fear of what it's gonna how it's gonna be received and once you do that it it, like that's the hardest part I think so yeah just gotta go for it we're our worst critics right we all, definitely. We're, we're definitely I think I, lots of people are guilty of that, that you're just uh, it's uh, you're your own worst critic and you're always uh, you think it's going to be much worse than it is or you think um, you know what <laughs> reaction is going to be and it it's never seems to come to fruition so um, well I'm certainly glad you took the chance um, I think your business is amazing and I'm I'm going to put all your social media um, links in our show notes so that, um, you know, maybe people can, you know, see the, the last few weeks of your flowers, but certainly, um, as the spring, uh, as we go into spring of next year and, uh, see all your, uh, new creations and, and all the things that you're going to be off. 
expand things for 2021. That's awesome. Thank you. You're so welcome. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you, Michelle. You as well. Okay, well I appreciate you getting oh, in touch. You're so and, welcome. Um, you're so welcome. Yeah. It was awesome to chat with you and, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much for joining us on the Six to the Sticks podcast. Don't forget to subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Also, sharing is caring, so please spread the word and feel free to send us your questions or comments and any suggestions for future guests you'd like us to feature. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time.